It's so cold out today. It is so cold out today. I got my little beanie cap on. Can you turn the heater on? Yeah, but no, then, then you just hear the Alright, whatever. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to the Tomato Paste Podcast. My name is Jake McVeigh. And I'm Matt Galgano. And we love movies. Especially bad movies. Now today, we got something special for you all. We, uh, we normally cover mo- bad movies that we hate. But today, we're covering a bad movie that we love. I gotta tell you guys... Going into this, I thought this was going to be another classic. You know, it's a it's a bad movie made by a big budget studio, or it's a mockbuster. It's got no effort put into it whatsoever. This is not the case. This movie sucks, but it is absolutely a labor of love. Of course, I am talking about Killer Bean Forever. All right, so yeah, of course, the animated movie by Jeff Wu that came out on July fourteenth, two thousand nine. This movie's got some heart behind it, man. Uh, the idea for the film was inspired by an animated short film that Lou did in the 90s called Just Killer Bean. And he wanted to make a, a movie off of it and make a movie he did. In fact, he did this entire movie by himself. It took him almost 10 years of production and a little under a million dollars to make this film. And he did it all by himself. And I gotta say, Money well spent. Money well spent. Amen. Um, yeah, like I saw the the animation behind this movie and at first I was like, wow, this kind of sucks. But then knowing that it was all by one guy, this entire hour and a half movie was all animated by one single person. That context makes the animation incredible. And when you put it in, in that context, the fight scenes in this movie are actually, like, really well choreographed. They are so well choreographed. Um, every scene is is fluid with motion. Every fight scene is fluid with motion. You got slow-mo shots. You got flips. You got jumps. You got kicks. You got everything you could ever need. Especially the, the fight scene towards the end of the movie, the hand-to-hand combat scene. That is one of my favorites to watch, personally. So... We go over the cast now, and the special thing about the cast of this movie... What is it? Is that every single voice actor was got from Craigslist. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I am. So we have Vegas E. Trip as Jack Killer Bean, Brian Session as Detective Cromwell, Matthew Tyler as Cappuccino, or Al Pacino, Jeff Liu as Jet Bean, and David will met as every single person in the other in the movie yeah a lot they the movie only has five voice actors and every side character is voiced by one of the five fair play to them they all do a a very good job if you ask me um it's it's just so obvious to me how much heart went into this movie and like i keep on saying it's that context of that much heart being in the movie that really makes me love it I think it's very important to discuss the first opening scene of this movie. Oh my god. Can I swear? Yeah, go ahead. Holy sh! This is incredible. The opening scene of this movie is like is like a godsend. If you wanted, if you ever woke up to yourself and you were thinking, I need in my life animated dancing beans you got him the first a minute and a half of this entire movie is just this one dance sequence of these beans just dancing 
to the same five second loop of this dance song playing over and over again. Quite frankly, it's amazing. It is the best thing I've ever seen. And I swore on a school podcast because I love it that much. There's just nothing that can replace it. There's just nothing else that I could think of that could really like start this movie. Set the tone like that scene does. You know, people talk about having a spiritual experience. You know, you have a near-death experience. You see like God reaching his hand out and he's like, you'll be safe, child. And then you snap back and you're like, oh my God, that's what this was for me. It was a spiritual awakening. And then the dance sequence continues and then the DJ gets a call. He says, the music's too loud. Uh-oh. And then it turns, the, the DJ doesn't listen. Want to keep the dance party going, of course. Yeah, of course. And uh, I mean, obviously it's, it's just a call, right? It's not like a trained assassin is about to burst through the door in a sports car and start shooting everybody with golden pistols, right? Well, wouldn't you know, that is exactly what happened. Oh! The killer bean busts through the door and just massacres every single dancing bean. For seemingly no reason, just because the music was too loud. Yeah, I mean, Killer Bean, he's one crazy dude. He pulls up, kills everybody at the party. By the way, did I mention, this movie, not for kids. There's no blood, but there's a lot of alcohol consumption, and there is a lot of gun violence. Uh, so yeah, this is the first movie we're reviewing that is, like, markedly not for kids. Which is really odd because the animation is like... It does look very childish, but it's deceiving. It's fooling you. It's tricking you even. Ladies and gentlemen, the plot. After the dance party massacre, Killer Bean is, uh, is uh, chilling out. And he is on a mission in Bean City. Yes, the, the name of the city they're in is Bean City. He's on a mission to find this guy, Vagan, who used to be a part of his assassin organization called the Shadow Agency. Yeah, the Shadow Agency. And Vagan defected from the Shadow Agency and leaked a bunch of information to the public about the agency's inner workings. Now, of course, the agency didn't like that, so they sent Killer Bean to find him. Killer Bean then finds out that Vagan is working with the, the, the most powerful mobster in all of New Bean City, um, Cappuccino. Which is a play off of Al Pacino. Obviously. And Cappuccino and his men are not very happy that uh, Killer Bean came in and ruined their dance party and killed Al Pacino, or Cappuccino's nephew, who goes unnamed. But So now Vagan and Cappuccino and Cappuccino's forces and the police are now all after Killer Bean. And oh my god. Killer Bean just goes on a massacre he's, throughout this movie. He's gone absolutely crazy. Killer Bean easily has the highest kill count of any movie protagonist ever. Screw John Wick. John Wick who? Uh, screw Katniss, whatever her name is from, you know, The Hunger Games. Um, Garfield had a pretty high kill count, if I remember the movie correctly. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Marcel? Marcel Toyn. Uh... Killer, Killer Bean solos all of them. Yeah, Killer Bean solos your favorite movie protagonist. Garfield, Marcel Toying, get him out of here. Get lost. Um, so anyway, now Detective Cromwell, who is the lead detective on the Cappuccino case and also looking for Killer Bean, tries to cut a deal with Mr. Bean. He says, listen, 
if you take out cappuccino, I'll make all this this media attention you're getting and all this coverage, I'll make it all disappear. You won't have to, to worry about it. You can go back to being your shadow agent in peace. And Killer Bean says no. So he tries to attack where he thinks Cappuccino and Vegan are located, and he finds them, but after a big brawl out, uh, Killer Bean is tied up, and he's like, uh, oh, I'll, I'll never tell you who I work for, and Cappuccino's like, all right, then kill him. And one of the henchmen takes Killer Bean's guns and puts it to his head, and he says, how does it feel to be killed by your own gun? And Killer Bean goes, funny. I was about to ask you the same thing. Like, knocks the guy over and takes his gun and goes crazy with it. It's crazy, bro. This movie is so full of so many incredible one-liners. It is not even funny. I feel like Killer Beam... Even, like... Let me... Let me... I forgot what I was going to say. You can go. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I just want you to know. Okay, fine. Just a full minute of silence. Um, all right. So after being massacres, Cappuccino's men, him and Vegan have their final showdown. Uh, Killer Bean kills Vegan, and Vegan is like, "This is probably your last mission. If I don't kill you, the Shadow Agency will." And Bean was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" But then when Bean tries to contact his boss to let him know the job is done, there's no connection. And suddenly, Killer Bean is being pursued by the evil Jet Bean, who is the agency's new top agent, because now the agency wants Killer Bean dead. Um, so then Killer Bean gets arrested because, you know, he doesn't want to massacre police. He only wants to kill gangsters. He doesn't want to kill Killer police Bean's a good officers. Guy. Killer Bean's a good guy. Um, Besides, like, massacring a full room of dancing beans. He's a pretty good, he's a pretty yeah, up, uh, upstanding guy. He's a pretty upstanding gentleman. Um, he buys the detective a drink. Anyway, uh, Bean gets arrested, and Jet Bean fakes getting arrested to follow him into prison. They have a final showdown. Killer Bean kills Jet Bean by ricocheting a bullet off another bullet. And... Uh, that's pretty much it. Jet Bean's like, You have been a formidable opponent. And then he dies. And then Killer Bean gets a call from his boss, and he's, the boss is like, Don't be rash. Think about what you are doing. Why don't you come in? We can talk things over. And Killer Bean is like, Oh, oh I'm coming in. But it won't be for talking. And then he drives off in a van full of guns. And um, that's the last time we see Killer Bean. It's not. There's a sequel. What? Yes. Ah! Can I swear? Go ahead. Fuck! Alright. Um, just a couple things that I really like about the movie. There's a scene in the beginning during the dance party shootout where somebody throws a grenade at Killer Bean and he grabs the grenade before it explodes and does a between the legs dunk and slams it on somebody's head. Um, it's beautiful. I just feel like all the action in this movie, for a, a movie that was made by one guy, is extremely impressive with all the choreography and effort that he just put into these action sequences. Yeah, there It's is, honestly amazing. There is not a boring frame of this movie, let me tell you. Um, we are talking about 
a movie where a assassin bean kills a bunch of gangsters on a school podcast. I think that's appropriate. We better get a 100 for this. I don't think it's ever been done before. Never been done before. Um, we are now going to play a slight compilation of my favorite one-liners from the whole movie because, oh my God, I, I'm probably gonna need to kill some puppies by not including every single one-liner that I like because if I did, we could probably fill up the next two hours. And even though the movie is only an hour and a half, I'd play some of them twice. I will admit. Probably. I'm crazy. They're that like good. Them. They're that good. Oh, uh, wait. I have a question. Yes. Will I be eligible for unemployment? Hmm. Let me check with the finance department on that, okay? <laughs> Sorry. It was a double flusher. But you only flushed once. I mean, we need to take away all the guns. All of them. I just get rid of them. But not my gun. Decaffeinated. In my opinion, Killer Bean is a masterpiece. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. If we're rating this movie from objective standards, it sucks. If we're rating this movie from literally any other standard, I absolutely adore it. It is such a good movie. Um... I, that's all I, all, I, all I have to say. I've made it very clear how I feel about this movie. It's made me swear multiple times on a um, on a school podcast. Can I swear again? One more time. You're cut off. Cut off. All right. All right. I guess I'm done for today. What I think about Killer Beam is like what Jake said. From a regular movie standpoint, it's a terrible movie. But from the standpoint where you're watching a movie about a bean that goes around Bean City shooting other beans with his bean guns, I think it's amazing. It's incredible. The entire movie is up on YouTube. Um, Please just, watch it. Just look up Killer Bean. I highly recommend it. Um, it's, if this sounds remotely interesting to you at all, just take our word for it. Please watch it. Don't just take our word for it. Don't listen to Matt. He's unreliable. That's not what cheat. I meant. I said take our word for it. That he you is a watch cheat. It. Watch it. Please. All right, Matt, any closing thoughts? That's about it for me. All right, good. I wasn't going to let you say them anyway. All right. That'll be all for the tomato paste. All right, let me, let me, okay. You good? can do the outro. All right, that'll be all for the tomato paste podcast this week. If you want to check out any of our other B, uh, BGTV pro, <laughs> I was passing BBC. If you want to do any other BGTV products, go to our website, go to our blog. Our weekly show comes out on Fridays. We got podcasts. We got newsletter. We got pretty much anything you could need um, except food and water and shelter and love. Well, no, we actually, we got love. Never mind. Forgot about that. But like anything else. But like, yeah, anything you need to live, we probably don't have. Or maybe we do, but like not like in a literal sense. Like in a, you, we have the things you need to live. Just go to the blog. Go. go to the blog. Now. All right, bye. All right, goodbye.